Hello and welcome back to Where Are All My Friends. This week is a return guest and that return guest is John Herrera. If you aren't familiar with his first episode, to say it briefly, he grew a ton of clubs in the Philippines. He booked every massive artist you can think of, every DJ. He's worked and helped grow all these massive brands in fashion, brought them over to the Philippines. But that's not what this episode was about. This episode is really about the power of imagination. Something that I think is so missed in all of the mindset, goal setting, alignment is having fun with it and thinking as big and imagining your biggest goals. And I think people can kind of get lost in just like the grind, like the hustle and the, the work of it. He came on, he shared a lot of really cool pieces on that. So if you like this format, if you like stuff like this, let me know. Uh, leave a comment, all that good stuff. Subscribe. I say it all the time. Enjoy the episode. This was really fun. Where are all my friends? We're back, and I brought a friend back, and uh, I'm excited. This is John Herrera, round two, and I wanted to specifically talk to you again because the first episode we did, you're a little bit outside of music. Well, actually, no, you're not outside of music. I thought you might be because you worked with like Illust and Fatlace and a lot of like brands, but really, your roots are music. You're still doing a ton in music, but I guess what I meant to say is the episode took a turn in the direction of mindset. And I think that that was a really cool conversation that we had. And I think it's a little bit bigger than a specific industry. And I was very surprised and very happy with how much that resonated with my listeners. So shout out to the listeners that are trying to personally improve yourselves. And thank you, John, for sharing that. Yo, man, uh, you know, I think... um you know, people, especially during COVID, people are looking to try to be better, you know, you know, be more and try to figure out themselves because when you're sitting alone, you're you're only listening to your own thoughts. And you know, you go to these podcasts and you wanna learn something. And definitely I can, you know, hopefully I can help you with, you know, what you guys want to learn. And yeah, man, let's, you know, kick it off. Yeah. And and I guess the the little mini backstory, if you didn't listen to the first episode, go back and listen because you'll understand and it was great. But uh, just to quickly gas you up, John has brought every crazy (laughs) artist. If you can think of a DJ, he's probably brought them to the Philippines and had them play massively large shows. You scaled an incredible business on that whole club promoter, uh, DJ all of that space when it was the most poppin you were the guy behind it in the philippines you have worked with illist and fatlace on a brand level and so much more you do a ton of brands in the philippines you bring brands from the u.s to the philippines you help sort their uh i guess their retail out there like yeah you just do it all yeah Yeah, yeah. so uh john's done a lot and He uh, he's also worked with a close friend of mine, Kevion, and uh, there's a lot of really cool parallels and you've done quite a lot. So you're very qualified to speak on this and you have a lot of wisdom on this. So thank you for taking the time to come back on and talk some more. Anytime. I think uh, when you say that, yeah, it seems a lot, but it's not a lot, you know, but, you know, hopefully I can help the listener, you know, achieve their dreams. And in this episode, I want them to you know, how to achieve their dreams faster, easier, and like, you know, help them kind of hack success and become the best person they can be. Yeah. And where I want to pick up is on the last episode, you started talking about something. And when I listened back, like we still went in a great direction, but there was something that like struck me where I was like, no, wait, we need to talk about this a lot more because I think it's so important. And I think that it's a piece that's easily overlooked when you get into that, like set your goals, entrepreneurial mindset, work hard kind of thing. I think there's this one piece that's actually overlooked quite a lot and it's the most fun and it's the coolest. And I honestly want to hear more about it myself, but that's like how you said using your imagination and having fun and dreaming so if yes. you could pick up right there and just like talk to me about that, I would love that. Well, there's a quote, you know, you know, Albert Einstein says that uh, imagination is more important than, you know, education or so I'll tell you the story why I feel imagination is the most important thing because I, you know, you don't really learn it from reading a book. You learn it from it, an experience. So when I was younger, 
um, I had a habit of, you know, being very curious, but back then I didn't have a uh, notebook or pen. So what I used to do is when I wanted to write something, I would literally write things in the air, the things I want, a list. I'd do an invisible list like in the air. And I used to do that like nonstop in the morning when I'm eating breakfast, uh, going to sleep. And so happened that everything I wrote on my invisible list while I was doing this imagination process or just drawing things, what I was doing is I was activating my imagination, you know, good feelings. And when you're a kid, um, you think about just, you know, random things. But if you're doing that consistently, and this is where I started to have like a little connection with what was going on out there and popping up. When I realized when I was doing this for like a good one year, two years, three years, I'm like, man, I'm pretty consistent. Anything I write in my invisible list, you know, started to show up, you know, whether if it was, a, you know, sneakers, a girl or anything that showed up. So I started to have this kind of like playful trust with imagination. And, you know, I didn't know anything about law of attraction before, but I thought, you know, when you're a kid and they always say, you know, be like a kid because a kid, you know, doesn't really take things seriously. And, and I think that is the best space to be in. You know, with imagination, um, people don't give it credit because imagination actually does all the work for me in terms of, you know, the times I, you know, failed in the business or became successful in the business. So, you know, I, I love to connect on imagination and why it's so important because, you know, when people talk about business, uh, you know, it's really about how to use your imagination and uh, have fun with it and the result would make money. And what people don't realize, it's like, you know, imagination can fix your life or it can keep you in that state of hell or limbo or whatever problems you have. So it's a very powerful tool. And I think that would, that, that would, that would be the point of my story is I started to develop a trust and experience where I would kind of like, like a scientist test every day. If I wrote this every day, what would happen? What would I do this? Like a trainer, if I did my abs, you know, you know, abs every day for 90 days, I would get fit. So, you know, I was very, I would say, confident that my imagination had some connection to what was showing up. And, and that's what I had to I realized at a young age. This is before you even read books. This is just kind of like you're, you're, you're playing with Ninja Turtles or you're watching Mickey Mouse. Yeah, like you, okay, so you were young, like coherent, like thinking yeah, about I, stuff, but yeah, like. I was thinking about stuff, you know. Kid, you know, kid. Yeah. Like really, just like not even teen, it's like kid. Yeah. So I think that impressed me the most. I go, wait, there's, there's, there's something going on here. And I was watching all these, you know, movies and it's all Steven Spielberg movies. It's all like, you know, all these imagination movies. And I just started to think like I was in a movie, you know, and when you start to develop that, oh yeah, I have power. Yeah. Oh yeah. I can make money pop up you have a different sense of reality, you know, and your imagination starts to take place. Just like, you know, any type of movie, you just you develop a template of life. Yeah. And I think that if you do that early enough, it's probably like before you experience like failures or like annoying realities of just like the grind of being an adult. And that's powerful. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think once I started understanding that concept, my, I would say my superpower is really one thing. It's being super curious. And, you know, the mind is so powerful. All you have to do is ask it a question and it will find its answer, you know. And, and I started just going through devouring, you know, spending time in, my la in the last pod podcast, like really reading everything about literature, just understanding because um, I used to collect popular mechanics and it was just how things work how things work yeah so, like the magazine right yeah so how does it work you know i'll open up things try to put it back together but really uh you know if you want to understand the whole idea of imagination is like i my, my simplified version if you're just getting into this and if you just want to you know put up a business or just get better in life you gotta understand we live in a universe of just pure energy you know, frequencies, vibration, scales, you know, system of energy. And your imagination is the, I would say, the programmer to what we call life. 
and life is a 3D reality, and it exports it out. And the way you can really, you know, um, achieve your goals, whatever in life, is just understanding is what you really want in life, being super clear, and how what what scenes do you want to play in your head to be experienced? And I feel that was the most simplified way I can explain it to your to your listeners. So yeah, I mean, for me, and if your listeners want to do a business or some type of you know success in life, it starts with going to the end. You know, don't go to the beginning, go to the end. Like, how does the end look like first before you yeah. go to the beginning? Um, Could you give me an and, example? You know, people people think, you know, starting a business is what they want. But they what, what people really want is, you know, they want something, they want a vehicle that can keep them engaged in sometimes passion or earn money. But sometimes they think starting a business is the best way to make money which isn't true. So what I, I used to do is just, you know, go to the beginning and it didn't work. I kept on failing and failing and things. So I made it very clear that um, I just wanted to be in a DJ booth all the time, a DJ booth, a crowd full of thousands of people. Yeah. Um, you know, I would, you know, I would write this down. Like, I just want to DJ for thousands of people and have fun and make a lot of money. Just very right. casual, you know? Right, right. Instead casual. of like John Herrera LLC uh, no, no, productions, no, like you weren't trying I, to do I, that. I wasn't, I wasn't trying to, I wasn't trying to effort it way like, oh man, I got to put this step here and hustle and 10X and Gary V the shit out of it. And it's still yeah. not working. <laughs> you just yeah. saw the DJ booth. You saw that. Yeah. You saw the amount of people. You just and, went there. I would just like put together, oh yeah, this is what I'm going to play at the set. This is my playlist. I was already in my head DJing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, you know, when you're having coffee and you just like space out, right? You're just smiling. Yeah. And girls are like, oh, what are you smiling? I'm like, oh, nothing. You, know, you, just space <laughs> out. <laughs> you gotta go into that. Like, you just gotta get lost. And I, I, I would get lost a lot because, you know, you're bored in school, you're bored in doing nothing. And I spend a lot of time alone. Uh, and that's the thing when you spend a lot of time alone, you you don't have friends to kind of distract you. Mm -hmm. So first thing you do is get a yellow pad and just you know write things down. Like you know I'm DJing for thousands of people, having fun. My family's there. My my girls there. I'm playing this. I'm just writing down, just having yeah. fun. So think of it as you're a scriptwriter. You're the director. You're a producer. Mm. You're a scriptwriter, and you can edit and revise any script you want based on your there's no limitation there's, there's no limits right so you can say i'm now five ten i'm six five and the imagination allows it so, okay that's cool but you know you're now in a space where you're experiencing emotions like oh yeah you know you just got someone dropped a ten thousand dollar check in your account you know and it's like what's the feelings around that and you start to kind of experience that as you're writing the script yeah so I always put it to myself, if I wanted to experience life and write a book or biopic, what were the main scenes that, you know, would make your life, you know, kind of like interesting. So try to understand like, what's your next scene? You know, where do you want to be? Uh, but in a state of you already have it because yeah. wanting the word want means that you're not, you don't have it. Yeah. So you got to make sure you got to, one of the things I learned, especially in you know manifesting or building your dreams, is you gotta know the words. What's the root word of the words? Because words um, sometimes they can hold you back. So the state of wanting is not really to have it. It's just I want I want her, but I can't have her. Yeah. So I always say I have it. You have it. Yeah. It's done. And you go into that. You kind of claim that kind of like motherfucker, claim that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah emotionally, yeah. intensity. When you claim that, and you're emotionally intensity, claim that shit. Emotions, it's like shit's changing already because you yeah. just got like the seed. And no, the next and thing I, you're just getting texts and calls. I'm like, what the fuck? So no, that, like I really kind of like can't speak short. to that. And yeah. it's 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 a hard one to talk about, right? Because it's like if you're not in that headspace. It, it almost feels so foreign. Like I really do have to kind of like walk away from stuff or go on a walk or like cleanse the BS of the day before I can get to a that. Because sometimes it's just like there's a billion texts and emails and I'm like, I don't have time to dream. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but then like when I walk away and when I start painting those pictures, like hearing your words of it, like I've kind of used different words in my head. But yeah, like 
I'll just kind of imagine these things are like, if there's like, I like to like set it in a very granular level, right? Like if I'm like all excited about a specific car, I like imagine myself opening the door handle and I imagine what the steering wheel feels like and like what the seats and like the door sill and like, I really like paint to that. Um, and like, then I, again, like I like what you're saying of like, you already have it. Because if you start to just always, always imagine like, oh, I'm working towards it or I want this so bad, then it like becomes this permanent want kind of thing. And it is surprising when you kind of like allow yourself or give yourself the permission to be at a level where you have it. Maybe it doesn't instantly appear, but maybe some of the people that align with that start aligning with you and then you get that step closer and then they kind of start showing you how these things, how you do get there. So I feel it. I feel it. And it's it's something that I'm very interested in talking about because it's a little hard to, it, it almost sounds too good to be true or it sounds like so lofty, but then there, there's something there. And yep. another, like I wanted to to further deep dive or pick your brain on like, I, I think that we get a little too lost in the grind because, and I was talking to you a little bit about this right before we started recording. It's like, you start to like write your goals down and think about what you want. And then you get so focused in the Gary V hustle and the hustle is fun, but it's also really easy to get burnt out. So like, can you tell me a little bit more about like balancing like like why it matters or like the fun of dreaming and like not getting lost like i guess it's like aligning a little more than just like grinding yeah am i I saying that well um, enough to to give you something i understand like especially like people who are want to be like entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. like they get so many they get bombarded especially there's there's the spiritual side which is just like oh just meditate and you know life will happen and there's the hustle motivational speakers is like you gotta fucking kill it you gotta do this and you're trying to figure out should i be like a monk or should i be like tony <laughs> robbins and, where's and the middle kind of john my, where's the middle it's like motherfucker i have no time to have this i need this the, the fastest answer and in really it goes it goes it's very simple your frequency goes where you go if you think you can do it one day it will show up and if you can think you can do it in one month it will show up and that's kind of how frequencies work once you understand your belief system and understand that you can change your belief systems uh, that were based off of memory. Just say memory because you had an experience in the past or you yeah. watched it from like a movie. Once you know you can change that shit, you can now like quantum leap and skip all that hustle shit. Why I needed to go through that hustle shit is to learn is that, you know, there are many ways to skin a cat, they say, especially mm-hmm. in and they say that, but you know, there's many ways to go to Florida. You know, how many ways you can take, you know, a plane, you can walk there, you can bike there, you can take the bus. Many ways. Yeah. And it's not wrong or right to to not hustle and hustle. And sometimes what I realize is people actually can do the easier way, but the easier way is blocked by the person that's you, which is your ego, because you want to grind it. I got to show my self-worth. I got to do 12 hours before I make a million dollars. And you create all these fucking definitions why you should do things before you actually could receive them. And that's when I realized after like maybe 38, 39, and I'm turning 40 this year, is that it's not about hustling. It's about conditioning yourself that um, when you receive something, the reason why it's not coming to you so fast, and this is kind of like in a spiritual and uh, self-concept level, is that you don't you think you don't deserve it, and usually you're blocking money, friends, because I I seen this with myself is that the more you realize you deserve better, it shows up, and it shows up so fucking fast, and I think the part where people get it wrong is that you don't need to work on your goals. You got on to work on the excuses that you give yourself that you don't deserve everything that you already have, you know? And that's kind of like where I see it like, no, nah, you don't need to work on like 10 hours and doing meetings. Just focus on like the bullshit energy that people carry, which is yeah. like unworthiness, I'm not enough. And it's just 
you know, everyone goes through it. It's kind of like they say, you know, in, in, in you know, how the Jedi, you know, he has to go through it. his bullshit. He learns the dark side. He finds a mentor. He learns a lesson. Mm. He figures out, you know, so it's called the hero's journey. Mm. And that's, that's really uh, this, this philosopher called, uh, you know, Joseph uh, Campbell. And that's really the story of any great story, you know. Yeah. You understand what's your journey is really like, why you? Why this life? Why did, so rather than complain about, you know, why is it so hard? It's just like figure out how can I make this easier for us? And I realized through that when you only go through shit, mm-hmm. you realize, you know, shit is like manure. It just fucking grows you. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, you, know, you said different. something that like really hit me where I was like, whoa, it's like you were saying, like, there's a lot of ways to go to Florida, right? Like currently I'm in California, you're in Manila. Like there's a lot of ways to get to Florida. You could hop on a tiny little sailboat. I could hop on a bicycle or we could both hop on airplanes. And like, I just wonder if you look at that metaphor and if you look at like what you're doing in life, like maybe you're riding a bike to Florida and you don't realize that an airplane exists. And it's like, because we know, like, because that's such a simple uh, analogy, no one wants to ride a bike across the country, unless you're trying to, unless that's like a, like you're trying to do a marathon. But like, that sounds ridiculous. Like when you say it like that, you're like, dude, get on a flight or drive a car or any, like, do not do that. But it's like, when you think about your own life, legit, maybe you are riding a bike. Maybe you're in Zoom meeting after Zoom meeting or on this or that, or like spending all this time going somewhere the slowest possible way when there is an airplane that exists. And I think that that kind of comes back to like that being playful and taking that time to imagine a little bit more than the current grind because you're like, all right, like a million dollars. Like that's such an easy one. Everyone, give me a million dollars. It's like, all right, if that's the goal, like if you, instead of working a $20 an hour job, all the time being like, I'll get there one day. Like if you take that time to just be like, all right, well, uh, my favorite thing in the world is singing. Like what if a company wanted to pay me a million dollars to sing somewhere or something like just that, like that's crazy to think about is maybe there's an airplane in every situation when you're riding a bike. And I think that's the internal shift. People are like set up belief systems. Like, nah, that wouldn't happen to me. And that's where those programs, they've heard that, you know, the bike is the only way. No, you got to hit this. You got to do that before you be successful. And yeah. those are the bicycles in your mind, which is called limiting beliefs. Yeah. And it's not your fault because maybe when you're younger, you pick up those limiting beliefs with your parents, your friends, programming. And it's subconscious, you know, that's kind of like your first Windows version of <laughs> life. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And it's still buggy, you know, there's, there's a new update and what people don't realize, and this is something very, you know, um, key with even athletes, entrepreneurs, you can reprogram it because the mind is reprogrammable in terms of stretching new beliefs and, you know, I would say potential. Yeah. Um, just like when the guy who rode, you know, who hit the one minute mile, how many seven minute mile and everyone broke it right after there was a mental block. It wasn't a physical block. Whoa. You know? Yeah. So th- those things right now are, is just about a mental concept of themselves that if no, no one's ever done it, it then it, it surely can't be done. Then there are people like Elon Musk who says, motherfucker, we going to Mars. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's not really about, uh, manpower. If you look at everything, it's about who can excite the ideas now that have the best impact. And it's all about how can I be the most creative person, still be very financially successful and healthy and create impact and help people. And that's how people are thinking today. Yeah. Like now, before it's not like, now nah, it's, there's very people who are very selfish. People aren't conscious of the environment. Now they're thinking about how can we help people and become successful together? Mm-hmm. And I think if you're thinking that way, that's where success, you know, it just it runs to you faster. Yeah, 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 yeah. And w- like, again, getting on a practical level, because I know that certain times like these concepts can feel so far out there. You can, it's so yeah. easy to be like, all right, I get it. That's cheesy. But it's like, no, 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 no. Like, take some time, like play with this. Yeah. 
So like anybody listening who's kind of on the fence or like being like, all right, fine. Today I'm going for a walk and I'll just start yeah. playing with this. Like on a practical level, how do you do it? Is it literally just as simple as like painting these pictures of where you want to be? Like how, how do you, John Herrera, do this when you go into that fun and ad- imagination mode? I think um, you got to see it's a great tool, but mm-hmm. if you take it too seriously, that's where people use imagination and they spin off and they can go into fucking super worry, super mm-hmm. create you know scenarios in their head that never happen, or you create scenarios in your head that actually happen that are bad. So imagination is always working all the time. Mm-hmm. It's not like off. So for me, I think is like work on your observing yourself the most first. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, figure out like, why am I feeling this today? And ask yourself, you know, where is it coming from? Where is it coming from? Because if you don't have awareness of yourself, imagination will not take off because it's kind of like shooting yourself in the foot because you have, it's like a Mustang, all this power, you just go straight. (laughs) (laughs) You just do the burnout and go to the wall. (laughs) You just boom. There's no, there's no, you know, there's no, what you call that. You need some accuracy with this. Mm -hmm. The first before you step into imagination that before imagination you're just aware of yourself like you know i'm I'm aware and i'm in a room i'm feeling good it's kind of warm people need to realize that they have some type of an awareness and that starts there and with imagination i think when you go through a day and you know whether a day can be shitty or good is that it's always working so Mm. the process with imagination is when you're feeling your script or scene, you know, you're supposed to have fun, first of all. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And you're supposed to have fun, you know. Number two is you're not, you're supposed to be unlimited. You're not yeah. supposed to imagine the same problem and repeat it. It's just, why, why is this still happening to me? Why is this still happening to me? But the thing is you're programming what you call is a loop, like a time sure. loop. Sure. So, so like move on. Like if you're caught up in a like, problem, no, just like let's, like let's not let's just drop that. And that's yeah. the problem is that people people are in time loops still from you know high school because they don't know how to forgive shit that's holding them back. So yeah. if you're still holding on to shit that's kind of like there, and you're like, no nah, man, I want to have that life, but that girl hurt me in fifth grade, right? You know? Or yeah, like 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 what about like. I guess the, the the example of maybe like you're caught up in your bills or like you got in a fight with a close friend or a girlfriend right. or a boyfriend or something like that. Like, is it as simple as like, okay, like if you're doing something like this, I just move on. My bills are paid. I'm in a, I have yeah. a great relationship and, great. Like, yeah. and then like kind of paint a little further than that. Great. So like, that's the thing. Like imagination is so powerful because you have two types of brain two types of brains is a conscious brain and the subconscious. So let's just say that you've been trying all these things and you've been hustling and the bills are still coming. I'll, I'll show you this perspective. What I see is that you're hustling and you're re-impressing your brain mm-hmm. that it's not there. Oh, it's still not there. It's still not there. I still need more money. Mm-hmm. And you're still feeling a vibe of it's not there. Mm-hmm. What you're supposed to do is change your imagination. It's already there. And a lot of people, uh, have a hard time transitioning out of that worry phase, that panic phase, to a new, a new, a new, a new potential reality, which is like the, the desire. Just because they see it, they think it's real. Yeah, like it says it. It says it's fucking. It says it. Like I know yeah. it's there, but you created that already. So there's a next scene. But if mm-hmm. you keep on reacting to the old shit, and the word reacting is the key, you need to learn how to respond to that. I got it. I know it. Tell a new story. But if you repeat that negative feeling, and that's where people don't understand that out hustling, you know, tweeting five people or calling more people is not the best way. Sometimes you need to just energetically go back to zero point, chill the fuck out, have some time, and just go back having fun. You have to kind of, it sounds very stupid, but it's the most intuitive thing you do because you know, if you know the laws of energy, you know, it's like this water seeks itself, you know, low energy will seek its low energy, high energy will seek its high energy. Yeah. And like, you know, if you're a frequency hitting that low energy, it will show more of that low er- energy events. Mm-hmm. So that's how the universe connects. If you're feeling bad about money, you're going to start to believe it. There's like, you know, 
forever. But mm-hmm. if you don't shift and say, okay, today I'm going to have a different conversation with myself. I'm going to feel good. Even if I see this, I'm going to give some time to let myself realize and just have fun with it. Have yeah. fun with it. Fun and with I think it. like to add to that with like your negative energy, like kind of seeks and aligns with negative, positive seeks and aligns with positive. Like I think about that and like a real example that I can think of is like, okay, maybe you're dead broke, but you love playing guitar or you love playing an instrument or making music, right? And what if there's somebody out there who is like at the freaking top, like they are balling, like they did it. They're the most successful ex uh, artist of whatever genre you guys might still love the exact same music or the same influences. Right. So like if you're a guitar player, like maybe the whoever I'm going to get too stupid with this analogy, but like I'm saying like, say you meet that person that's killing it. You could so easily, if you had that positive energy and you had that love and excitement, if you met that person and you started talking about your influences and you came from a place of like loving it and you're like, dude, did you see the way they did this and the way that they sampled this and this and this? And that person, even though you're nothing of an artist, might be like, yo, yes, that's awesome. And then instantly you're aligning with somebody who's massive. Or, but if if you're not in that excitement and if you don't, come from that if that person meets you and you're just a bummer of course they're going to overlook you but who knows that could have been a chance to do something huge or like a personal example that i feel of that um like we both know like i'm a pretty big car nerd so like if i'm at like some random car meet or something like that like there's no difference from me talking to any person at a car meet and like what if you love a car if you're like dude the way that they did those wheels and this that and this like that same person could be like oh that's crazy this is my super fun ferrari like let me show you it and then you align with a new person that could show you something so it's like I think that that energy, I really can speak to that energy of like, you don't need to have some amount of money or be good enough or like have enough of a skill to align with some of the people or like to start being on a, on a higher level. I think it does have to come from just like, you're not super serious and shitty when you're in these situations and you're having fun with it. Was that too tangenty or did that make sense? Um, I always say like, you know, reason why like, you know, people read energy first before they actually can speak words because they know if they vibe them or not. Like just the way you read people and, you know, how they play guitar or just the way he styles his car. Like, oh, I like the way, he, you know, just the way you just read it on an energetic level. Yeah. Enough intuition. But you have the power to raise that. Some people yeah. don't realize that they may have a shitty energy, but if you can put a higher frequency energy in the room, that will always empower everyone and everyone's energy. Yeah, that's just yeah. that's just the law of nature, and that's why music is one of the great ways to change moods. Mm-hmm. You know, keys, keys, and music have certain melodic uh, frequencies to create. You know, you know, less stress. You yeah. know, chakra system is connected to all these uh, nervous systems. So everything is really on an energetic level. If I were to say, how do you master life? You master your mood. You master the, your your conversation, what you tell yourself about, because sometimes your conversation about yourself isn't good is reason why you feel not so good. And it can be just like a loop. You just got to get out of that loop and that change that sample to a new, a new loop, a new sample. And that's easy, but it's hard for people to accept uh, a new, better self of themselves. And it, you may say like, no, they really want it, but how they have to practice it you know they really gotta train for so okay so could you then tell me some of your favorite moments of practicing and it aligning or like what are some what are some greatest hits of john dreaming big having fun with it and uh the universe delivering no it was really funny um when i was reading uh that jack canfield book and i was just practicing it there was i was doing a brand called true youth before Mm -hmm. One of my first brands. That's where I met Steve uh, at the trade shows. Um, and literally, I was like, you know, it'd be really cool to have Chris Brown wearing a shirt. You know, Chris Brown just started his first single, you know, run it. Or, or like, uh, yo, excuse me, he was 16 years old. I was wow. like, I want to have my shirt on him. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I just felt it. I didn't, you know, write it down because I was traveling. I was just feeling it. I was like thinking of a music video. He's like dancing to it. And just giving myself good feelings and do not get caught up in the minutiae of like the technique. Just get 
lost in it. And I yeah. think people realize you need to get lost in it or when you close your eyes, you just need to lock into that energy. Like, wouldn't it be funny? Wouldn't it be amazing? Say things to inquire the mind for emotional you know, impression and just like have fun. Yeah. Uh, I did that. I did that for two weeks. So how, somehow I met um, uh, a couple at a party and they were in the Philippines. And the guy worked for Bad Boy. He used to be the marketing guy, uh, head for Mark. He used to be run with Bad Boy with, you know, Sean Combs. And the stylist, his best friend is Chris Brown's stylist. And I was like, you know, I got a brand. You know, I got a brand. This is what I do. He goes, you know, John, send it to me. I got it on US Us Weekly or US People Magazine, uh, 2008 or seven. It was shown in, in, in the magazine. So, you know, a lot of these things, if you experience, you don't know the laws, but like you see other brands and hustlers trying to make it, trying to do something by, by using effort, by using hard work. I use my imagination because in the world of energy, you can hyperspeed the success if you experience it first in your mind and in your like emotionally, then it shows up. That's how yeah. it works. Yeah. So it's not like the physical, then the emotional. It's the emotional meets the physical. And I'm like, ah, so that I got it. So that was one, you know, it's like, okay. And, you know, I think like, like, yeah, one of the things that I wanted to do is uh, meet one of the guys in Hook. His name is Dante Rufio. Oh, cool. It's like, you know, I watch all these movies. I'm, you know, he's like one of my idols. He's a Filipino actor. Then literally, uh, I was in LA, California. I was, you know, just dating my wife. And uh, my sister invites us over. And like, I meet Dante. And he's like, you know, he's right there. It's like, oh, cool. And now we're like super close and super friends. No it's way. Like people, people who I idolize, not as an idol, like, I, I'm, you're better than me. Mm-hmm. I always like trying to say like, I don't want to be a fan. I want to be a partner. I want to be a friend. And mm-hmm. I, I end up being friends with them. And we, we th- those are how I really, I build a relationship already in my mind. It's not like I'm a fan or yeah. you know, I'm a fan. Because if you build a fan, you're going to get a fan relationship. But if you build like, yeah, he goes to my daughter's, you know, he was at my, you know, goddaughter's wedding or like whatever, like you're considered family. Yeah. So there's so many instances where I, I've just done it really fast. Like all the brands, I just, you know, picture myself just messaging them and I would see like, you know, Bobby hundreds is uh, Twitter before. And I just pretend I'm messaging them. And all of a sudden we're, you meet, we connect you know, yeah. all these things. So you got to kind of role play and not be, sometimes you think you have to do action. I got to stay in front of, you know, you know, people and just wait five hours to meet a guy. No, you just got to put in your mind, use your imagination because the resources are there yeah. emotionally. Yeah. People it, are like, no, but you can't, I, they're gonna they're gonna use logic to to counteract like what I'm saying. Yeah. But if you trust it and practice it, and you give yourself enough time to believe that imagination really creates everything, because everything really comes from imagination. And if you think about it, it comes from you. But yeah. where are those thoughts coming from? It's yeah. somewhere. So you're the one who can control the things that you feel, especially um. If you feel better, you get things faster. If you yeah. feel not so good, then shit's slow. That's yeah. what I realized. No, totally. And I love that. And uh, another piece of that that I could potentially add, but like elaborate a little bit is I know a lot of times after kind of like that imagination round and all that, a big thing that is said is write it down. So yeah. you were saying like before you would imagine writing it down, but like, can you speak to that? Like, is that yeah, so- equally as important to you? Um, writing down is just more of a training method for people who don't, who like to use like, you know, you know, the phones, but the writing down activates more muscles because it impresses memory. So the idea is goals is to really not to remember it because mm-hmm. you don't remember anything because you remember it. The biggest memories in your life are not based on memory. It's based on feeling like, you know, your first kiss, your first burger, your first heartbreak, it's all memory based. Yeah. So writing it down and impressing it gives you better, I would say, uh, long-term memory impression. It's just like, let's just say it, it's like a muffler. It, it boosts it. You know, yeah, it gives yeah, it yeah. more, you know, it, give it, it's like a turbo. Helps so writing it, it down resonate. gives you visual. 
Yeah. And it gives you some type of muscular training. So you're using your eyes and you're using your, your muscles and you're using your mind. Unlike in a, you know, an iPhone, you're using little muscles and you're <laughs> not using your visual. There's yeah. no, there's no emotional. So that's why people got to go old school. And yeah. Write that down, go into it, read it, review it, read it, review it. It's like, you're just looping that same script yeah. and you'll even have to write it. And if you look at like a lot of successful people's notebook, it's the same thing. Like, why do you keep on writing the same thing over and over? <laughs> and it's like, then the thing you notice, like, why did you stop writing it? Oh, it came true already. Wow. And I'd, I'd look at that and I have all these notebooks there. Oh, there. what? <laughs> I, I, I was literally like, and if I looked at my notebook, I'd say, my notebook was not really, it was more like my genie. It was like, I was like rubbing it. it was, yeah. That was the genie. Yeah. So when I realized I was looking at the pattern and you got to study your patterns and data because I realized I was just writing the things over and over and when it showed up, it would show up in my journal. Oh, just got this, but I made a new list. Mm-hmm. So I'm co- constantly making lists. So be, I would say be a crazy list builder mm-hmm. and just build lists, list things that, not what you want, just but you're afraid of, but just write it down anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, and like I, I, I've been practicing that more so and more so, and it's like it's crazy because you write it down, and it's almost like scary to write down at first. You're like, "There's no way I couldn't," and then you, yeah, like, yeah. you write it, and it's like, "Oh, you're like, well, it's just on paper. Like I can write yeah, it, yeah. I can think about it, and then you will. Like I'll go back to certain old notebooks and I'll look at goals where I was like, at that time, I was like, how am I ever gonna do this? And now I look and I'm like, I've doubled that. Like what? Like, so it is crazy and it's cool. Like I also love writing stuff down because it then becomes the archive and it becomes like later you can go back and be like, holy shit, I did it. And like it, like it, it hits different when you remember when you wrote it. Um, so that's cool. And I guess this could actually be a perfect segue. I did want to touch a little bit on listener questions because we, we, I had tweeted about that. I think I had posted on Instagram uh, after your first episode had done well and we were talking, it was like, yeah, you want, maybe we come back and we answer some questions. And I really wanted to talk about sure. exactly what we just talked about. Um, but we had one other question that kind of like aligns with that pretty well, which is how do you specifically write your goals and your to-do lists? So again, you covered quite a lot of that, but like this week, like how much are you writing down? How does your to-do list work? Like what is it a feeling? Is it a specific, I need to call this person? Like, what's that look like specifically on the most granular level that you can explain? I think um, usually you already have a framework of like what your life should be. So I always say reverse engineer. And that kind of like means start with the end, you know, like how do I want to uh, my day end and go backward? Mm-hmm. And you don't need to kind of like, you know, worry about if it's going to happen or not. You just got to feel like, oh, I want to receive a, a consulting offer tomorrow. It's like a menu. I want to create mm-hmm. my menu freestyle. I want to receive some Bitcoin. I don't know how, <laughs> but I wonder how, to, how that feels. So have a conversation with yourself, but not just being commanding like uh, Bitcoin. Have a conversation with like, how would it feel if I got Bitcoin in my wallet today and you start to ask questions to yourself or what, what would that look like and where would that come from? So you're creating the story. Should it come from my friend or my cousin? And you can actually fill in the story and just, you know, play with it just to see if this really works mm-hmm. because sometimes people don't get specific and sometimes like, you know, when they say, Oh, I was just thinking about you, you know, you just called and it's cause like you kind of like manifested that too. Yeah. So make sure when you're in any, your in your goals list, give enough details to say, man, it's, that's too much of a coincidence. So, cause sometimes you will try to deny it. You're just trying to like, nah, man, that's crazy. Like sometimes you need to make things so specific that you're going to, your, your jaws will drop. You're like, yeah once you gotta have that epiphany you're like what else works yeah because that's kind of like what's what i've been really experiencing because once it becomes the real to you it's like a game i think we had a concept you know what's the point of a game you know it's really to simulate an experience right you know how it feels to kill a boss get into different levels shoot a gun and like let's think of life as a game What's the point of life? To simulate experiences. And what's the remote control? Thoughts and emotions. 
And that's the only way you can really understand that. And if you don't record it like you did, it's like your data keeper. Like all these days, I did two weeks of just reviewing this this car, just like feeling this freaking nice car out. And next thing you know, like someone calls me, hey, can you do a shoot for this car? And they're like, okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, it's not so hard. The problem is if you believe it's hard, you yeah. will develop a scenario where everything is hard. That's yeah. why you have to have a first belief that A, there is oh there is a law that connects you to everything. You gotta understand, you affect that. Two is you need to know about like what your observation is. Is it about like judging somebody, getting pissed off somebody? Sometimes you're like trying to be in a good mood, but you're thinking about like, that bill. So observe why you feel that. And mm-hmm. when you're staying to that, you're kind of like you're, you're vibrating. It's like hitting another bell. Like, don't go to that bell. Don't ever go to that bell. Yeah. Stay on this lane. Yeah. So that's what I've learned for the past 39 years, you know, in perfecting it. So, yeah, um, you know, really, really uh, go, I would say, over the top with it. Mm-hmm. You know, people are too, they're not selfish enough. And they're like, no, I only want 20 bucks. I'm like, fucking get 200 bucks. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yourself, build your courage. Like talk to that girl in your mind before you talk to her in person. Yeah. And people do that and they realize, man, she talked to me. Oh man, they texted me. Yeah. They go, you only did one thing. You imagined it and you hit it with energy mm-hmm. and it snapped into reality. That's it. Also, and- like, I can't you speak to that personally yourself? Like, have you ever seen that person in a room that just has so much good energy where like you're just yeah. attracted to them? You're just like what's this person all about? Like, what is that? Like, if you become that person, it's like, I I don't know. Like, that's just, it's so interesting, right? Like people are attracted to that good energy and you can do it. You can have it. People, natural people want it. They just don't know how to act in it. That's why they, they go to like comedy clubs to laugh. And, And those people who want some happiness, they just want to be around that type of light or that kind of love. And some people are just naturally like moms are like that. Sometimes mm-hmm. you know, you know, aunts or someone like they bring that love, and they don't judge you, and that's a thing that you feel so safe. The word safe. Yeah. So yeah, definitely, um, there, there are people who just light up the room, and and the idea of life is to how do I get there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> how do I get there, and how can I stay there? Because yeah. things just happen so fast if you can just master that, and that's it. And I feel like everything whether it's a car, Porsche, or anything, it just shows up. Yeah. It doesn't matter. So really about, you know, goals is like, what do you want? And what are you doing to feel it every day? Because if you feel it, you make it real. You know, when you call it out, like, oh, like he's going to hit a home run or he's not, you know, hit mm-hmm. the three. You call it out. You're like, you don't even need to look at it. You, mm-hmm. it's, it's good. And you develop kind of like that swag or manifesting swag. And uh, yeah, it just started becoming more of like, man, the speed of things moving so fast, it becomes normal. It becomes your new upgrade. It becomes like your new set, like like your up upgrade kit is like, boom. Yeah. So you're now living on a different type of belief systems where things are moving so fast and you know there's no really, I would say, issues because you designed that as your vision. You yeah. Because if you design your vision with limiting beliefs that like, oh, I, I, how, how am I going to... Sometimes people fuck up their vision because they're like trying to figure out the how. How, How's that going to happen? Like their logic Mm -hmm. can't fuck with imagination. But imagination, again, you're the master programmer. And you got to use your cheat codes and don't feel guilty about it. Yeah. And and I think that's something with in the context of the club is I just wanted to have fun because people said, I used to see people in um, my college go to jobs and not have fun and they grow very, very old. And they're like balding, you know. Dude, yeah. <laughs> you see them stress miles I'm on like, people, I see right? I'm like, I'm wearing here like dude. a cap. I look like I'm 19. And dude, like- straight up. I met a dude last week that said, I think he was maybe he just turned 40. I dead ass thought this motherfucker was 60 when I met him. Yeah. I was talking to him and I was like, like I was like, oh, this old soul. Like I'm sure he's got a lot of wisdom to him. And he's like, yeah, I'm uh 40 now. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> Yeah, it does touch you. And I, I said, I'll never do that. I'm going to be like 
you know, I want to be like that guy in big, you know, big, just like have fun, have cool yeah. stuff and toys yeah. just like that. Because I never want like, you know, everyone has that Peter Pan syndrome, but I just wanted to stay youthful, mm-hmm. young and relevant and, mm-hmm. and be around music. And it, it just, the script just folded into, you know, the people I met yeah. and people might think, Oh, you just got lucky. Nah, I practice and rehearse that every night in my yeah. dreams. Yeah. And, you know, and that's the best time to do it. The science behind why it's, why you got to do this before you sleep because when you're in that half sleeping mode and you're in that feeling of like it's happening mm-hmm. your mind gets more marinated mm-hmm. to that last feeling so when you want to go to sleep don't think about problems because that shit will happen yeah think about the things that the problem is solved already like the problem was solved if your life if your problem was solved what is the feeling today you know yeah. what is the waking up feeling motherfucker yes yeah <laughs> so, yeah so you got Sometimes people say like different contexts, they're saying they're praying or they're doing some meditation, but at the end of the day, you just got to get, get off the problem. Just yeah. let's focus, loop, skip the forward, forward to the next scene. Yeah. Yeah. Go to the end. Go Dude. to the fucking end credits. I was going to say the episode, I've decided that the episode title of this is the power of imagination. As yeah, you were good. saying, I was like, there it is. That's the title. Yeah. Um, and people like, you can't effort your problem solving. You got to think like, all right, what would this feel like? If it were soft, let's just go into the feeling. Let's just try to figure out what would be the conversation. Listen to it, hear it, feel it, play with it, but don't sit on the problem by yeah. just looking at the problem and say, motherfucker, there's a problem here. There's a problem here. There's a problem yeah, here. Yeah. And that's what people do. And what happens if you do that so long, you'll never see a solution because you're so locked in. Like there's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to snap out of it. And once you get out of that spell, and you're now aware that I'm never going to go into that loop. Mm-hmm. You're, you're kind of on like next, you know, God level. <laughs> yeah. Something that has been like really helpful for me. And I don't even know how or why this one example hits so hard, but I've kind of applied it to everything in my life since then. But I remember in my early days of touring, uh, we were touring in a van with a trailer and we had in the same day, it was during winter and we had a trailer tire, like wheel blow out and we had a fuel pump die and we were stranded in the middle of some very, very cold state like Minnesota or something. And I was just like, well, like, and I was the tour manager, so I had to figure it out. And I'm like, well, this isn't going to be forever. Like for my, I'm not going to be stuck in Minnesota with a blown out fuel pump and tire forever. Like something will happen and we will get past this. And for some reason, that feeling, that analogy has stuck with me for my entire life past then. Like the in 2019, when I broke my leg, it was so miserable and it was the worst experience. And I was so down and out. And I was like, my leg's not going to be broken forever. Like this sucks right now, but it's not going to be forever. And when you, at least for myself, like when I like really think about that, it's so reassuring and it's so cool to be like, yeah, cool. There is a current problem, but that's not going to be forever. And then you can kind of move past it. Yeah. People can't get out of that and step. We call that in coaching step back and just see what's the perspective here. And how do you make this reframe? Like, why is this a good thing? What's the benefit of this? Yeah. And why is it not a problem? Because some people think problems are problems. I'm like, nah, man, well, there's a problem exists. There's a solution that exists. So the problem was to really learn about the solution yeah. and figure out there is a solution to everything. Mm-hmm. You know, people just don't want to imagine the solution because they're so focused on the problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, we spent an hour talking about such a fundamentally simple concept, but that's kind of exactly what I wanted to do. Like, I know exactly. that this sounds out there to a degree, but I really just wanted to talk about exactly this with you. Because I think that it gets so overlooked in this like very grindy work super hard. Because I agree, like you do have to work, you have to put in the hours to make your things happen. But I just, I think that this part gets overlooked. And I think that we even, I overlooked it in the last episode when you were on. And I was like, nah, 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 this man needs to come explain himself more and talk about just this. Because I think it is that important. Yeah, I think the reason why I said, you know what, I want to give you the best, uh, you know, answers, especially, you know, you, your, your listeners are musicians, writers, creatives, uh, you know, creators, dreamers. And they're like, I just, they just want to, they just want to dream and yeah. they want their dream to happen. And, you know, one of the things is just kind of like, 
I always say the analogy is you're pushing the gas, but you've got the emergency brakes on. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you just got to take off the emergency brakes and get out of the way and start feeling the solution, feeling good about things and, uh, you know, talk to yourself like it's done already. And I always talk to myself like it's done. Like, John, what are you eating for dinner when that happens? So I'm like, oh, I'm going to probably eat like a steak. You're already putting yourself in a perspective. It's done. It's past it. Like Mm -hmm. 10 years after, what are you doing? Well, you know, I'm living here now. So you're setting yourself up for you know, new scenes and, you know, with writers and creatives, you're naturally there. Yeah. What you got to build is the courage, the courage and the consistency to stay in that lane, to wow. stay in that lane. Yeah. You got to stay there. Cause if you go into creative negative mode, you're going to tell a negative story, but you need to stay in your creative, you know, positive mode. And especially rappers and writers, you know, if you say that word, it, it will manifest. And mm-hmm. that's, something you see with rappers mm-hmm. who say things and it comes up and like, you know, Biggie and Pac, that wasn't in music, but it manifested, right? So be careful of the power of the tongue and it's in the Bible too. So, you know, you want to make sure a lot of things that come out of your mouth, you you either aware of its effect or yeah. don't say that at all. Yeah. yeah, no, it's it's like, it's really, really interesting. And I don't know, I just, I wanted to talk about this more because I think that it's so easy to overlook or to be like, no, there's more to it or whatever. And I think there, uh, we could be flying planes when we're riding bikes, when we really stop and think about it. So that is huge. Um, I mean, I think that like, I mean, we pretty much hit our mark on time. Did we miss like any crucial concepts here? Did I? I think I want you guys to like, maybe if you guys want to start, uh, what inspired me to understand about this is, uh, you know, YouTube, uh, a guy named Wayne Dyer mm-hmm. and uh, the the topic or the title is called Wishes Fulfilled. And it'll talk about the science, you know, spiritual level and his story. So that was the book that kind of made me realize, like, I spent like eight years just trying to understand what the science is, what the physics is, what's the quantum physics and metaphysics. Yeah. And how does that affect? reality and you know goals because you know everyone is on this planet just to experience one thing it's like bliss your dreams but why aren't they experiencing it you know yeah yeah (laughs) for me it's just how do i just wake them up and say hey it's possible yeah you're just not using you're just not using it correctly no that's that's great that's a great recommend and send it to me afterwards because one i personally want to see it i think you had told me about it so send me that and then i'll link it in the show notes and on the youtube and everything so people can find it real quick so yeah, hopefully you got clarity and it's all about clarity. <laughs> Dude, no, this this was really, really cool. And thank you for coming back. And obviously we oh, can man. pop back on any time if listeners have more questions and all of that. Um, yeah, I want to definitely connect with you with some of your guests, but on another note, yeah, those are those are dope. You have some dope people, man. You know? Dude, yeah. Well, I mean, I think everybody kind of like aligns with some of this, right? Like you, you said it, like... Um, we are worlds apart and we are many miles apart right now. But the guests that I've had on all kind of have a similar parallel or everybody, you know, like it's, it's that energy, I think. So yeah, yeah it's I cool. like it to writers, especially because that's my thing now. Like writing is a big thing for me, but yeah, man, uh, congrats and, you know, keep up the great work. <laughs> Dude, thank you. Thank you so, so much for joining as well. It's, I love it. I love having you on it. Also for a listener, I, I feel like maybe I should say like, um, if this is a very fun, exciting thing, and this, I, there's a lot of like great vibes here, and I hope that we didn't sound too deadpan on this. Like these are massively huge to us, but because of the time gap, I woke up at five thirty in the morning to do this, and John is up very late at night after a day of working. So the Manila to LA gap. So I hope that we don't sound too dead. This is very important to both of us. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I just, I figure I'll put a preface. There. Oh, it's good, man. It's a good, it's, it's a good, good, good talk. So there it is. John Herrera's story. If you made it this far and you liked it, definitely let us know. Again, this was a little bit of a different episode, but I love what he has to say on all this. And he's so inspiring. And I kind of had to listen to this one myself a couple times and remind myself to think bigger and not get stuck in those moments. So I really genuinely hope this helps everyone who listened 
think a little bit bigger and accomplish some crazy goals. Have fun with it. If you did make it this far and you liked it, a massive, massive favor that you can do for me and the podcast is one, sharing it with your friends, but two, rating it specifically on Apple Podcasts. For some reason, that hits their algorithm. It serves it to more people. It's a really big thing that you can do to help podcasts. So if you want to do me that favor, head over to Apple Podcasts, leave five stars, write a review, and let me know if you do, because I want to send you a little thank you. I just made a Where Are All My Friends Patreon, and I made some really cool stickers that you can only get by subscribing. But you know what? If you leave a review, send me a DM, and I'll mail you some just as a thank you. And speaking of the Patreon, I actually uploaded an extra 5-10 minute bonus clip from this episode where John and I were specifically talking about the days where he managed and created these super clubs in the Philippines. So there it is. That says it all. Thank you, as always, for listening, and I'll be back next week with another episode.